1: And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer, and we're continuing along here on our AI glossary series where we spend an AI Today episode defining an important term that you should know in AI machine learning and big data. And the reason why I say you should know it is because you may not be a data scientist. You may not be a machine learning engineer. You may not be anyone in that pipeline, data engineering, or whatever. You may be responsible for it, or maybe you are and we need a common language, we need common terminology. A lot of these terms are very well defined. There are some terms that are not very well defined. Um, And some of these definitions may have very mathematical or very uh, statistical, technical explanations that do make them a little hard to understand. Or sometimes they use words that are just like, why do they use this term? You know, historical reasons, whatever. There's lots of reasons why. But... um, it's really important for you to understand it. That's why we're doing this glossary series. We do have a, an online version of this glossary at the Cognolytica site at C-O-G-N-I-L-Y-T-I-C-A.com. Go there, take a look at it. You can peruse through it, but you know, sometimes it's helpful to have someone explain it to you and walk it through it um, at that high level, the level at which you would need to understand it to have a conversation. Now at the level you need to implement it, that's a whole other thing. And of course, even knowing how to implement it, what things that doesn't mean you're going to be uh, successful that you need best practices. and well, we get into that as well,
0: exactly. So on some podcasts, we go over just one term. On other podcasts, we go over a grouping of terms that you know you know we think fit nicely together and present well so that you get a better understanding of how these AI machine learning and big data terms are related. So on today's podcast, we're going to be going over random forests and boosted trees. On a previous podcast we went over what is a decision tree so I encourage you to listen to that if you haven't done so already. Building upon that, uh you know, we have this idea of a random forest. So, it's a machine learning algorithmic approach that uses the constructing constructing and combination, so ensemble, and we talked about what an ensemble model is as well on a previous podcast of multiple randomly generated decision trees to generate a model that has better aggregate performance than just a single decision tree. So mm-hmm. when you create multiple trees then now we can average or ensemble the results. So again if we have just one decision tree that gives us just one example but if we have uh you know more than one then again we can t- we can take the results of all of that. The idea here is that it's going to help solve the problem of you know overfitting your training data. And you we want to take the average multiple trees together, trained on different parts of the training data, select the data, and even some of the features uh, to be used at random. So again, we're taking a bunch of these and being able to see what the results are.
1: Yeah. And the reason is that and no specifically we're talking about decision trees here, which is a very particular algorithm. There's lots of other algorithms that we can use to classify data. We talked about some of those, right? random forests don't have to do with any of them. There's a reason why the term is forest. Forest is a group of trees, right? (laughs) Some of these these terms are kind of like tongue in cheek. It's like, what do you call a bunch of decision trees? A forest. How about if I create them randomly? A random forest. Now, the thing about that is that You know, creating them randomly might give you sort of good uh, performance kind of in general, but there there might be a better approach than just randomly generating trees, right? Now, we're generating it from the same training data. It's just that we're deciding how the tree branches, maybe the decision factors by which the, the tree branches or as Kathleen even mentioned, maybe even some of the features. If I have lots and lots of dimensions, let's say I have a big data table. It's got like 12 different columns that describes the same data and from all these different dimensions, maybe the decision trees can can pick and prioritize different of those columns and say, well, maybe the age is the most important. Well, no, maybe the income is the most important. And then, you know, things like that. Are they each valid? Well, I mean, for the, it works for the training data, but we want it to work for the regular data. So... so doing them randomly is one approach, but another approach, sort of a more sophisticated approach is this idea that I can boost the trees that um, are, you know, having uh, errors, improve them. And then basically, instead of just taking all the trees and just averaging them, maybe I can do some weight. I could say, well, some of these trees, I should weight more than others, you know, and then I can take the, uh, you know, boosting. That's what the boosting idea is. I can sort of boost some of these trees that maybe have, let's say I have a tree that's got an error rate of only like 4 or 5%. I have another tree that's got an error rate of 12%. Well, we talked about before, I could just combine them all together and I'll get better, you know, just better performance. But maybe I should reward that 4% tree error better than I reward the one that's got 12% errors. So, um, this approach actually works very well. And there's sort of like an extreme version of this. I'm using the word extreme on purpose because sort of like the extreme version of all these boosted trees is this thing called extreme gradient boosting. You might've heard of something called XG Boost, And the thing about this is that not only does it do the average, it does the thing with, with gradients to basically you know, uh, optimally select trees and combine them in very particular ways. And um, it shows that not this is not neural nets, right? We can have some very good performance for these com- ensemble of trees. Uh, you know, these boosted trees that provide great uh, performance for regression, where I'm trying to figure out a value for something, or classification, or things like ranking. You know, uh, people have used this for things like you know recommending movies or recommending books, or you know, uh, or any product or using it for any sort of, you know, decision-making system, XGBoost. So, uh, of course, it has all the benefits of decision trees, not necessarily requiring a lot of data, more optimal for compute time. Um, You know, you can't use it, still use it for things like facial recognition. That requires a whole different kind of of algorithmic approach, but it is still very useful. And that's why we bring it up, because this is not the past. This is the present. This is AI today, after all.
0: (laughs) Yes, it is. So hopefully now at a high level, if you hear random forest boosted trees, you'll understand this term. Of course, understanding it at a high level and being able to put it into practice are two different things. And that's really where CPMAI AI methodology comes into play. So if you've listened to our podcast for any number of episodes now, you know that we are big advocates of doing AI right, including following best practices methodologies. We're big advocates of the CPMAI AI methodology, which is the Cognitive Project Management for AI methodology. Specifically for our podcast listeners, in case you're not familiar with the methodology, we have come up with a free intro to CPMAI course so that you can take it and learn more about it. Go to aitoday.live slash cpmai to sign up for the free intro to CPMAI course. If you're interested in getting the certification, then you can go to Cognolitica.com CPMAI. I'll make sure to link to both of those in the show notes as well. So you can just click on the link and it'll take you there. I know that many of our podcast listeners are CPMAI certified. So if you're interested in becoming CPMAI certified yourself, again, you can go to cognolytica.com CPMAI. We'd love to add you to our growing list of CPMAI certified folks from around the world. And with that, we'd like to thank you so much for listening to today's episode and we'll catch you at the next podcast. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at cognolytica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolytica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also, subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes.
1: Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link.
0: This sound recording and its contents is copyrighted by Cognolytica. All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today and we'll catch you at the next podcast.